All right, welcome back. We are doing region two now. Um, we'll start with Eugene, the guillotine, 17 and one, number four overall, 95th strength of schedule. Um, they ran through their conference only losing one game to um, Salem, which was in their uh, conference tournament. Uh, other than that, you know, beat a lot of good teams, including Salt Lake. Uh, they are led by Alan Fairclough. Um, so the team went to the finals last year. And, uh, yeah, they, they, bring, they brought back uh, everyone except their uh, small forward, brought in a good 15-8 and eight, um, class. So they're starting two of those guys here, um, although they switched it up a little bit from time to time. Uh, so they're going up against the Washington basketball team. Clever name, TW333. Um, so they won their conference and, uh, lost in the finals in their, uh, conference tournament, kind of a balanced team. Andrew house is probably their best player, even though he's five, eight. Um, I mean, yeah, I love a five, eight guy. Well, I guess he's not their best player. He's just scoring the most points. Dante Matt is probably a little better. So, uh, Washington is number nine in steals and number seven in turnover margin whereas Eugene is number 10 in true shooting percentage margin, number six in offensive rebounds, number four in assists, number six in turnover margin, number eight in points. What do you see in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, for I will say that I think that Washington has taken uh, the title of best team name from Wichita, mm -hmm. um, but I will say that this isn't going to be particularly close. Um, yeah. I'm actually surprised that Washington isn't the like bottom bottom seed, but I guess that speaks to how bad uh, Charlotte is, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so I I would say yeah, I mean you look at Eugene and it's Alan Fairclaw all day. Um, he's part yeah. of he's that 12 in that 25-12 class, um, the only starter in that really good class. And then you just look across the board. I mean their seniors are their worst class at 83-73, and then every other class is like 22, 26, 15, 18. And so this is just a really, really deep team. Uh, they they make it to the championship game last year. Um, I, I think that this Eugene team is even a lot better than they look on paper, you know, and they look pretty mm -hmm. good on paper. Um, Washington, they, they're they kind of doing the let's try everyone at every position thing. Uh, and, you know, it worked in conference one, which has officially taken the title of worst conference in the league. Um, but I just don't think it's going to work for even 10 minutes here uh, in this uh, NTT game. And so, but congrats to the Washington coach. I mean, I know he just took over that team. Uh, and so to take it over and then bring it to the NTT, that's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to the 8-9 matchup. we got the Plainview Butt Sniffers, coached by Coach Butt Sniffer. Um, eight seed. Yep. <laughs> they have... I don't know. They're the number two ranked overall class um, in class rankings, just by recruiting rankings. But something just seems off with this team. They don't gel. Um, maybe it's they don't have a real point guard. You know, um, maybe they maybe they need to follow Jesus' lead and get a uh, pass first point guard. That's his thing. You know, um, I'm not sure, uh, but it does it doesn't. They don't fit as well as you think they would. At least, at least in my opinion. Um, for nine seed, 15 and three out of uh, conference 25. They won their conference, lost in the championship. Um, and this is actually uh, Automanic 81's 
first ever NTT and Casper's first ever NTT. So congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. I'm making That's it. Awesome. You got a great team. Artero Atkins is a great um, shooting guard. Um, Nolan Linscombe, I like him at point guard as well. Uh, you look at you look at these teams. Casper is the number five team in assists. They are the number eight team in free throws attempted, and the number nine team in opposing free throws attempted. So they don't they don't send people to the line, but they get to the line themselves a lot. Plainview, on the other hand, is the number four team in true shooting percentage, number seven team in steals, and number ten team in turnover margin. What do you see in this matchup, Cheese? I see the benches on both sides. Uh, these guys um, are deep. They both play uh, their bench players, and they both rely on their bench players um, to score. Uh, I can't do math this late, but I don't know. It's got to be 20 points a game at least um, for both these teams. Plainview's uh, looks like a little bit more with Brady Long and Cole Lockett coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, crazy talent on Plainview's team. Um, yeah. I, I do agree with you. You you do question, um, you know, what's what could be clicking better for them chemistry wise. But all five of their starters are shooting over fifty percent from the field, fifty three percent as a team. Um, that said, I think Casper's advantage in this is they do uh, have more height, um, especially coming off the bench, six eleven at both bigs um, there, and then Aaron Clanton, the starting center, at seven foot going up against a 6'9 guy. Um, so I'm interested to see the the battle in the post. Um, but uh, I I do think Plainview has the talent to, to win this game, for sure, and especially when they have all that firepower coming off the bench. Um, but I would keep an eye on the matchup between Ethan Shepard uh, for Plainview and Aaron Clanton, like I said. Yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to see uh... – Cole Lockett get a chance at point guard. I think he could play pretty well there if he was given a chance. But yeah, yeah, and Ian Hunt, um, he only started about half the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let's. uh, I mean, that point guard's not cut out for everybody. It's a tough position to play. You know. Uh, Let's look at the four seed, um, Fort Lauderdale, the Wolverines. um, You know. If this guy's a Michigan fan, um, you it's like the worst name for a mascot in the history of the freaking world. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would name your team after that environment. Um, you know, uh, congrats on making the NTT. Um, you guys got killed by Michigan State, who lost to Rutgers. So uh, that's pretty bad. If I, you might not even be a Michigan fan, I don't know. But your team name is the Wolverines, and that's pretty bad. Anyway, I won't talk too much about them. You know, they're the number 13 team overall, 16-2. and two. Uh, Not great uh, recruiting rankings, but that sophomore class is really nice. Um, and they're a pretty balanced team overall. They're going up against uh, Boise, the Potato Sacks, uh, coached by D. Caruso, uh, 95. He was in the PNTT last year, so, um, you know, he's played some tough teams, and he's led by his two guards, uh, Colin Jenkins and Joshua Stagel. Um, both averaging over 22 points a game, really high true shooting percentage. Uh, Boise is the number three team in allowing three-pointers and nothing else, whereas Fort Lauderdale um, is not top uh, 10 in any statistical category. What do you see in this game, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, I love the guards from 
from Boise. So you've got Joshua Stiegel and then Colin Jenkins, who yells his name every time he enters a room. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just yells, Colin Jenkins, <laughs> right? Um, but they got smoked in Conference 21, which is a good conference. Um, yeah. But they went seven and six, uh, had to run the table uh, in order to get in, would be my guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely is true. Um, coming in at the 69th ranked team. But uh, they do have really um, efficient scoring. They focus all of their scoring uh, in on those guys. Um, but then you look at, like you said, Fort Lauderdale, uh, just a lot more of a balanced team. Um, they're also pretty efficient scores. They don't focus their efficiency uh, as much, but they they force such a bad efficiency uh, that I think that this Fort Lauderdale team is for real, even though they haven't been uh, super battle tested. You know, they've played Atlanta twice, uh, Philadelphia or Atlanta three times, sorry, uh, and Philadelphia once who are both of those teams are top 45 teams. Other than that, they've lost to Utica. Um, and so I, th- I think that, that this is going to be a lot closer than maybe the rankings originally are yeah. saying. Um, but I think Fort Lauderdale is just going to barely eke this one out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, let's uh, move on to the uh, the 5-12 matchup. We've got the Pittsburgh Gamblers, too, coached by Coach Pete. Um, Christopher Betts and Sean Kenny are there main guys and they kind of feed them um then the rest of the guys just kind of fit in you know you got that um you got cheesy's favorite type of point guard the pass first they're number 20 14 and 4 with the 86 strength schedule they're going against war beagle and anaheim war beagles 54 ranked 13 and 5 they won their conference tournament to get the 12th seed here um and yeah so you look at pittsburgh um pittsburgh is number eight in true shooting percentage number six in true shooting percentage margin, number one in rebounding margin, number eight in blocks, number eight in points allowed, um, and number three in opposing free throws attempted. Um, the War Beagles are not top five in any statistical ca- – or not top ten in any statistical category. What do you see in this one, Cheese? Yeah, so we, we played Pittsburgh in the first exhibition game and got uh, absolutely killed. Um, so – uh, I know well their ability to score. I mean, Chris Betts is a monster. Um, I think he's going to have uh, a great tournament. Um, you know, 51, 49, 90 <laughs> shooting split is not a bad yeah. year. Um, uh, Anaheim, they have two guys on their roster that we recruited, and one of them is NA. So that always makes me a little frustrated <laughs> because they could be on my team playing. Um, but uh, they've got the 24-4 freshman class uh, led by Angel Bolton, um, uh, 52-42-92 splits, 21 points a game. Um, that's pretty good, man. And 6-7 and at small forward, I would guess pretty much all year he's been a little bigger and a little more athletic than everybody he's played against. And in this matchup, he has to go up against 6-10 Damon Tillman in Pittsburgh. Um so that's what I'm keying in on, especially because Tillman is a glue guy, defensive guy, uh, not relied on to score for Pittsburgh. Um, and that's maybe the matchup that decides it if this game can be close. Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna go with the upset here and pick Anaheim, uh, just because I think Bolton's having a great year. And Anaheim doesn't rely on him to be, on him to be the only scorer. They yeah. James Leonard putting in 23 a game as well. 
Yeah, they also don't rely on anyone you recruit. Um, they uh, <laughs> just put them on NA. <laughs> Pass first point guards aren't supposed to score. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> that's They're a good point. To pass first. Yeah. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that sooner? <laughs> um, let's look at the number two seed. We got the Cedar Crappage Cheese Eaters. Um, yeah, that's it's, we're getting a little personal here. Trying to eat cheese. Um, mm. Yeah, they're led by Lenny Kurt, Kirtland. They're power forward, 6'9". Um, just <laughs> 26 points, 4 points a game on 64.3% true shooting. They don't play a tough schedule. Well, we'll just we'll just get this out of there. Hey, honestly, like Coach Wiz42, we'd love to have you in the PNTT. Um, we'd love to have you yeah, so that you can play some real teams. Um, but, you know, hey, you won the games in front of you, so I can't um, complain too much about that. You're going up against the Chicago Maroons. Um, you know, they also have a uh, power forward that scores most of their points, Sean Laird. 16 points on 61% shooting. They're actually a really efficient scoring team. They also play nobody. And they have a pretty good, pretty highly ranked classes overall. Pretty solid. Um, they won both their regular season and their tournament in Conference 20. Um, so you look at uh, um, Cedar Crapids, they're number 10 in true shooting percentage. Number five in troop shooting percentage margin, number seven in assists, number four in steals, number five in turnover margin, and number 10 in points. Um, whereas Chicago uh, is number six in true shooting percentage and number five in points. So, what do you see in this matchup, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, I'll also just throw this out there. They have already played each other, um, they played each other the okay. first game of the regular season. Um, so, I'm assuming they did just got sort of scheduled by accident. Um, and it was a pretty close game. 97-90 yeah. went Cedar Rapids way. Um, but then you look at Chicago's schedule, and besides that game, it's like, who are you playing, and how did you lose these games? You know, um, they ended up, what, 13-5? and five and, and and I don't understand how they lost four of those games. Because, um, yeah. like you said, they're, they are efficient score, at scoring. They sort of spread the ball. But I think Cedar Rapids is just – it, it they do the same thing but they do it better and then they also have Lenny Kirkland or Kirtland you know um, yeah. and so yeah you don't buy him at a Costco um, he I mean I, I just think that Cedar Rapids is a better version of Chicago um, because yeah. they they also play defense and that seems to be Chicago's weak link and so um, I think that this is a little bit closer than sort of the 15-2 matchup um, should be but uh, I, I think that Cedar Rapids pulls this one out. Yeah, one thing to monitor, in their game earlier, um, Dante Cruz and Mason Legner, um, both were in a little bit of foul trouble. But when they were on the court, they were in minus 12 and minus 10. Yep, um, if they play the whole time, would could that change the game? I'm not sure, but um, I'm not saying Cedar Rapids is going to lose, but I'm saying watch wa watch what they do when they're out there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, cool. Let's move on to the uh, seven ten matchup. Love this matchup. We got Ocala Opossum, led by Isaiah Moses. Um, all everything small forward. This guy's incredible. Um, does it all. I mean, Austin Leverett's not too bad either. But um, yeah, and they're going up against Santa Arbor, uh, the Bing Bongs, um, led by Malik Byers and Tyler Heil. 
Um, yeah, the, they just beat us in the uh, championship of Conference 15, and they made their first ever NTT. So congratulations, Ann Arbor. This is a huge accomplishment. I'm really proud that you guys made it. You guys got a great team. I mean, you just knocked off the number one team to get in the uh, NTT, so that's great. Um, seems like a really good matchup. These two guys um, know each other. They're, um, we're in a, what, we talk in a text thread sometimes about uh, the test league together and uh, love that they get to face off against each other. Ann Arbor is not top 15 and not top 10 in any statistical category. Ocala is the number four team in opposing true shooting percentage and the number seven team in points allowed. So they love to D up and try and uh, make life hard on the other guys. What do you see in this game? Uh, so my question first is, do you know <clears throat> how adept is the facial hair of uh, Ocala's coach? It's pretty subpar, I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I, I will honestly say – He's a very actually humble man because it is an he has an incredible mustache usually. Yeah, it's that he, nice. yeah that he has to use Elmer's glue. He uses a glue stick <laughs> in order to keep it curled. It's pretty incredible. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ocala they had their sit rocked tonight by Clearwater. Um, lost by twenty in their conference championship their game. Sit rocked, nice. Um, but they have won a lot of games and. Their, their points per game is relatively low compared to a lot of NTT teams that are scoring over 80, including Ann Arbor. Um, so it's weird to talk about a team like Ann Arbor because I don't have positive things to say about that city. Um, interestingly, their point guard is named Ryan D'Antonio, who's 6'7 uh, and a weird name to be playing in that city. But wouldn't you know a pass-first guy? Um Malik Byers is is a great player, and if if they keep Malik Byers at a small forward, uh, it looks like they've rotated a little bit. Um, this game comes down to the matchup between him and Isaiah Moses. Um, uh, Ocala's sophomore class is forty nine one, and that one is because yeah. of Isaiah Moses. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll always tell you he's not going to Ann Arbor's not going to play Malik Byers at small forward. What does he play? <laughs> he plays. Wherever the other team's worst score is. <laughs> well, great. Oh, that's that's good. To, that's fun to know. <laughs> he's gonna he, he's gonna play the other team's guy who can't score. That's what he's gonna do. Okay, so it's a little bit of a chess match, I guess. Yeah. Um, I starting with Bradley. I I'm hating on Ann Arbor. I'm not hating on you. You've got a good team. Uh, I actually like Reg Appleby uh, down there, but I'm taking. Uh, Ocala, because I think Jose, Isaiah Moses is really good. He's pretty good for the neighborhood, though. Reginald yeah. is, yeah, yeah. And Ann Arbor's just been on—they've been on a run, you know. They've—they've they've been on a mission, um, and you know they've—they've they've won some—they've beat some really good teams. Uh, so we'll see how they do. Um, yeah, they got some solid players. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's move on to the. Uh, Three fourteen matchup. We have the Flagstaff Whippersnappers, coached by Tao, two thousand six, um, number twelve, ninety six strength of schedule. Not, not. I mean, probably led by Jonathan Hibber, but you know, just a balanced team. No one, no one outperforms or anything, but they're pretty solid. 
going up against the mobile homes. Um, these guys, I mean, outside of Julian Woodard, these guys are trailer trash, you know? Um, that's, that's what they are. Uh, but you know, they're 11 and seven and they made the NTT. They won, uh, they won their, uh, they won their conference tournament. So you look at Flagstaff, they are number seven in steals and number nine in turnover margin. Mobile, um, or as they like to call themselves, mobile, uh, is number nine in opposing three points attempted, number seven in opposing true shooting percentage, number eight in foul margin, and number 10 in free throws attempted. So what do you see in this one, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, you hit it. Mobile, like, uh, they, they rely on uh, Julian Woodard a lot. Uh, and for good reasons, mm-hmm. um, he's part of the 56-23 senior class, and and outside of the freshman class, which is 69-57, they just don't have much to speak about. Uh, conference yeah. is a fairly easy uh, conference. It's a pretty bad conference um, at this point, uh, with a lot of really good coaches. Don't get me wrong, um, but they've just had some bad luck recruiting, and so and, and to still go eight and five in that conference is pretty tough, you know. Um, and then you get Flagstaff, who um, you, you know, you look at their stats and it's just, they're one of those teams sort of like, um, what I was talking about earlier with, um, one of the teams, San Antonio, uh, yeah. where it's just like, it's hard to figure out why they win and why they do so well. Um, I mean, they have a really good, uh, steal, uh, margin. They have really good turnover, uh, assist turnover ratio. So it, it just seems maybe like cheese can even speak into why they're so good because he plays yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just about to ask Cheese. If you yeah, we got one or two against them. Um, they beat us tonight in that last second shot. Uh, they, they play great defense. Um, mm-hmm. And Dondre Lowry, their backup point guard, he can fill it up if he gets some minutes. And then Cameron Gonzalez uh, started for most of his career. So they really have these guys coming off the bench that are a lot more dangerous than they look. Um, mm-hmm. When we – actually, the, the one game we beat them this year, last week, they held us to 39% shooting in the first half. Mm. Uh, we, we, we did a lot better the second half, but um, they can just get stop after stop after stop. Um, and if a team is turnover prone, they can get steals, you know, regularly against them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they, they average five more possession or five more shots and uh, like two more free throws. And so it just seems like they capitalize yeah. on their, their um possessions exactly exactly and so i I think that this is going to be a fairly easy one for flagstaff um and and i just think i I will say this we'll get to it but i think that this bottom half of this region is really really tough and i think it's a Mm -hmm. it's a tough draw for flagstaff uh moving forward but yeah so let's look at the next matchup we got 611 we got the frankfurt fighting owls coached by ted lasso aka el nino aka Phil. Spanish for the Nino. The um, Nino. Yeah. So um, Raymond Bowen's the guy. Um, he's been carrying them. They've probably had not – I mean, it's hard to say a down year when you're number 18 in the country, but they've lost six games. Um, and they were expecting for a little more, I think, this season, especially with that 4-7 class. And Raymond Bowen's playing so great after a sweet six – after – back-to-back Sweet 16 runs, and an Elite Eight finished the year before that. So you look at a guy like Terrence Borgia, who's been there through all of it, he he came back his senior year because he's like, I want to win an NTT. 
this is why I'm coming back. Um, so he also has yeah. to, based on the code. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about the that. Secondary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he would have came back even if the code didn't tell me he had to. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't yeah. considered that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going up against Utica coach uh, uh, SC Steve, 31. And this is actually Utica's first NTT title. So uh, congratulations, Utica. Um, that's a lot of first time NTTs for the 19th season of this game. Um, yeah, but, that's you know, exciting. they got Bo uh, Mayer and Derek Cushing. In fairness to Tony Reale, it's not their first NTT title, but probably their first NTT appearance. Yes. Yes. Um, so you look at uh, you look at Frankfurt, and uh, Frankfurt's number five in opposing three points attempted and number 10 in assists, whereas Utica is number nine in three points attempted. So hmm. Utica likes to shoot the threes and uh, – Frankfurt likes to get up and stop those three. So what do you see in this matchup, Chief? Yeah, and since we keep talking about it, um, I'm just curious now. Frankfurt's point guard, Eric Leatherman, maybe kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, t- still takes eight shots a game, but is yeah. almost eight assists as well. So um, p- pass half first, I don't know what you call it. I'd call him a jack knife of all trades. Got it. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The bottom line is the bottom line is Frankfurt's team is really balanced offensively, um, and that's what I love about him. I, I actually like Borgia better than Bowens. I know Bowens is having a, a great year, um, but shooting percentage-wise, Borgia is a lot more efficient, even though he doesn't score yeah. much. Um, so he, he's a fun player to watch. Um, and then Daniel James putting up 16 points, nine rebounds, uh, is a great player too. On Utica's side. Um, their scoring is a lot more concentrated. And for me, that's really the factor that is going to make me uh, pick flat, uh, pick Frankfurt here. Um, you know, you got two guys in Bowmeyer and Derek Cushing who are definitely great players and, and can shoot the rock. Um, but it's, it's an easier matchup to prepare for when you've really got to shut down those two guys. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, you don't know where the shot's going to come from. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say something else, and I forgot because it's late at night. That's all right. Cool. Let's uh, look at this. Uh, let's look at this group. Um, for me, I got I got Eugene over Plainview. I got Pittsburgh over Boise. Um, I got Ocala over Cedar Crapids, um, and then I got uh, Frankfurt over Flagstaff, and then I got. Frankfurt taking down Ocala, Pittsburgh taking down Eugene, and Pittsburgh taking down Ocala to go to the Final Four. Pittsburgh taking down Frankfurt? Yeah, Pittsburgh takes down Frankfurt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I have like almost the Pittsburgh like... Pick. What? I like the Pittsburgh pick. So I yeah. I, uh, I have almost the exact same thing. So I have Eugene and Pittsburgh playing in the uh, Sweet 16, and Pittsburgh wins just like you. And then I have Ocala and Frankfurt in the uh, Sweet 16, and Frankfurt wins just like you. But I'm picking Frankfurt over Pittsburgh in the Elite Eight uh, to get okay. uh, a Final Four bid. <clears throat> nice. 
Um, I'll be the unpopular one. I guess Eugene over Plainview, Fort Lauderdale over Anaheim, actually. I know that's An Anaheim is a sleeper pick. Mm -hmm. And then Eugene over Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Ocala over Cedar Rapids. Flagstaff over Frankfurt. I'll throw Flagstaff the bone over Ocala. And then Eugene over Flagstaff. Okay. Nice. nice. Okay. So that's it. Um, any players to watch? I mean, we're going to look at uh... – we're going to look at Alan Fairclaw. Um, we're going to look at Isaiah Moses, Malik Byers. I mean, there's some stars in this group. Um, yeah. Chris Julian Woodard. Go ahead. Chris Betts from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Sean I, King. Yep. Yep. The, the bummer is Chris Betts uh, in Pittsburgh has to play Angel Bolden from Anaheim in the first round. I would love to see those two guys have deep runs. Right. Yeah. I know. I know that. That that does feel like a really fun matchup early on. I mean, same with the Malik Byers Isaiah Moses matchup early yeah. on. You know what I mean? Uh, right. It feels very similar. Yeah, just guys to add. I, I mean, we talked about them, but Rain, Bo, Raymond Bowens, uh, Bo Meyer, and Lenny Lenny Kirtland. Uh, Josh Stegel. Man. Yep. Yeah. Ryan D'Antonio from Ann Arbor, eight assists. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. yeah shout shout out to those pass first point guards. <laughs> cool. Well, um, that wraps it up. For Region 2, we'll be back with Region 3.